Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It is Ashley, and it is Ben, and we're back. We're back. And today we are talking hometowns. We're actually going to jump right into the recap today. It's um, top four somehow already. 
And I actually love this episode. Ben, this was an episode I didn't find myself on my phone for. You? Mm. I love this episode too, Ashley. I think you'll know what I'm talking about. But I think this is probably the first time, I could be wrong, somebody on here could question me on it. But it's the first time in a year and a half to two years that I've shed a tear watching The Bachelor. I think the last time was Michael A., um, which we obviously have an in-depth uh, episode coming up uh, with him just in a couple of days here. It's going to be really exciting. But I shed a tear during this episode, Ashley, uh, which is always the sign of a good episode for me. Which, wait, let me guess what part. Um, okay, so Susie's, not Susie's. Uh, Serene, I don't know. I don't, it could, I don't think it would have been. Oh, was it between Rachel and her dad and her dad crying? No, it was when Gabby's dad showed up with the signs. Oh. I mean, that was a little, little much, but like a little stage be there. Yeah. He wanted to be there. She wanted him to be there. Uh, and there he is shows up and you just see her face like break down and want to hug him. And it just made me feel like, Hey, how many other families can relate to that right now? Right. I mean, like different circumstances, but how many families want to be together and see their loved ones and they haven't been able to. And, uh, and this is obviously one of those moments. I don't know. It got me. It was uh, really then, cute. Know, obviously, it was an illusion or a reference to um, Love Actually with the cue cards. Sure. But, uh, Ben, the only thing that I, I know it was like cutesy and stagey, but if he was able to show up with a car, <laughs> couldn't we have gotten Clayton out and he could have just sat there with the window rolled down and he could have been like, Hey Clayton, I'm her dad. Let's have a brief talk yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. There was like, Hey, if you can show up in a car. However, I do think, yeah, there's, it's, you know, it's a little stagey because you're like, Hey, he could have done this. He could have done that. Yeah. But just her face. Yeah. Like, you know what it's like, Ashley, to be away from your family for so many months, to be missing them, to be excited to see them, then to find out that they can't be there to be a part of this experience that you're so pumped to show them like you know how disappointing like that would feel and be and so just to see her face that he was there yeah like made me I don't know maybe just I related with it a little bit um because I just remember like coming up from the airport after my time on the bachelorette and seeing my parents standing at the end in the in like the baggage claim area and just running up to him and give him a hug like that moment is just so special so it got me it got me good I did love this episode but let's start with Susie's hometown. Okay. Susie's hometown uh, takes place in Virginia. Ashley, take it away. So Susie's hometown was the most forgettable for me, but I just but Susie herself like isn't forgettable. I'm um, trying to think about like what the standout parts of her standout parts of her date. She oh my god, Ben! Like how am I even drawing? I'm like drawing a blank of what they did. <laughs> No, I, I watched it like four hours a- ago. Oh, jujitsu with the, the 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 martial art that I cannot say the word jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, he he struggled at saying it too. Um, I thought it was a cute hometown. I thought it showed something about her that's unique that she's into. She talked about like why she loves it so much. I have uh, obviously my my brother in law. He loves it. Um, during COVID, when we were all quarantined together, he used to practice on me. He's a lot smaller than me, but somehow I'd find my legs up over my head with my arms wrapped around my body and I'd be, you know, done for. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it was definitely, I would say, if we rank these, the least memorable hometown. But I do feel like it was a special hometown uh, because her family was also like very accepting. I love that experience. Like so accepting of Clayton and this whole thing. Like you don't see that every time, but they really made him feel welcome. So what I got from from her family was like, all right, that was calm. They were accepting. It didn't seem like the producers like riled someone up to like create a storyline. No. It was just nice. And I thought that was lovely. I hope the rest of the hometowns are this lovely. And honestly, they were. That's why I liked this hometown because all the families were like excited for the girls, really happy for them. And there wasn't a ton of doubt. And we always Mm. get that person that just wants to like hammer home. They're like, you better not hurt her. You better not hurt her. But everyone here was just chill and I liked it. Um, they got it. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, and then the other thing was that her parents are just talking about how like, she's like the kindest, sweetest person ever. And that's kind of what we hear from, uh, to cut that out. I was going to preview the interview, but we don't have to do that. So should we move on to Sari? Oh, it was Gabby's date next. It is. I mean, I, I would just add if, if I get a second here to say that Susie's dad was really sweet in this moment. Like, you know, he's been through a lot and he, he kind of yeah. said something that really stood out to me. He goes, I don't know how somebody hasn't uh, like snatched her up yet. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's happened. And I just thought, I mean, I'm not a, a father. I'm definitely not a father of a daughter. I would just say that that comment probably took a lot for him to say, but it also shows just how much he loves Susie and, and cares for Susie that he would like, look at some random dude that just showed up to his house and be like, you're lucky dude. Because I don't know how somebody hasn't, you know, found my daughter yet, but she's incredible. Um, I, I, I was impressed with Susie after her hometown date. I, I was impressed with her more than I've already been. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's talk about Gabby's hometown. She goes like hiking with him. And Gabby is she's interesting. He says that she's like the funniest girl he's ever met. What we see of her isn't like super funny, but then we see the blooper at the end and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Now I get it. I w- that's just another example of me wishing that they kept more moments in like that in the main show than putting it in the credit bay. It would just, it would make us understand connections more, I think. But I loved Gabby's hometown mainly because the grandfather was hilarious and of course we have the you know the moment that you talked about and it just they, they seem like a fun family to want to like be married into it it was a great hometown in fact they hiked right by my house i was watching it and uh i obviously wasn't home when they were filming this but i was watching i texted one of the producers i was like where did they hike at cuz that looks like the hike that like jessica and i take from our house and sure enough i mean it's right like where they were hiking is literally like in our neighborhood yeah that's crazy it's so weird it's so wild i recognize the rock i mean great hometown i you should have crashed you know, gabby's it. well i know i should have if i would have known um but you know gabby is one of those people who have grown on me she's had moments during this show right you know she had moments and we were talking about when you were out on 
some maternity leave was, you know, she had a date with Clayton where she's like, dude, I'm crazy. Like, I want to let you know, I am absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I am crazy. Yeah. She kept reinforcing it. And at first, when she first said it, the first time I was like, whoa, what's following this? And then when she kept joking about it, I was like, oh, this girl's just super endearing and lovable. Mm-hmm. She's just like all of us. You know, she's great. So um, I loved her grandfather. I wish we would have seen more of him. My only critique is that he had like a couple good like one-liners in there. Mm-hmm. He was really funny. I wish he would have been like the star of the show. I think he was even with the small amount of time he was on, but we missed it. Like we should have seen a lot more of that guy. I could have had the entire episode probably with him. He had a great sense of humor. And then he talked about his wife and how she, you know, recently passed Mm. away and him wearing the wedding ring still. That was a really sweet moment. It was the perfect combination of humor and heartfelt. Anything else to say more about Gabby's? I would just say once again, um, it's another family that's fully supportive of this experience and fully supportive of Clayton. Mm-hmm. And so he's getting off easy is one thing I'll say, which is deserved because he's not getting off easy when it comes to the general public right now. Exactly. But he's getting off easy in the hometowns in uh, another family supportive of this experience. And I think it's an important note. Because unlike some seasons where we have one family totally against it or one sibling really against it, um, Clayton right now has the full support of the first two women on their hometowns. Mm-hmm. So speaking of siblings, Serene on Serene's hometown, the standout moment was her relationship, I guess, and her sit down with her brother. I liked this guy. He was protective, but not in an obnoxious way. No, not like, hey, let me get my television moment kind of way that we watch some seasons where they're just like over the top, awkward, like, hey, you've never talked to one of her people that she's dated like this. No, he was good. Like he questioned it. He sat in on it, but he wasn't mean about it. Mm -hmm. He just was very straightforward about it. Yeah. And he talked about how he's like never seen her really get this vulnerable. And Mm -hmm. he's and she's done it in a way that it's only been like six weeks and it's been through a process like that, which is kind of surprising to him, but he's, he's like happy that she's gotten there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, obviously uh, a little foreshadowing there where, you know, he doesn't want her to be hurt. Yeah. Uh, But as we've talked about so many times, I know this is tough, uh, but I believe, you know, that people do learn a lot from being on this experience and, uh, I think that, you know, just ha- getting the opportunity to open up again and feeling something again is positive for a human. And so we see her, you know, very much open up to Clayton, yeah. very much tell him how she feels. Um, can I just say, like, he's a good looking dude and she's absolutely gorgeous. That family's got a lot. Oh, going my gosh. I was the thinking looks. the same thing. I was like, that is a handsome man. He sounds like Obama too, like a like a Southern Obama. Did you hear that? Oh, he's just strong and confident. His voice is one of a leader. Um, yeah, I'd be intimidated to talk to him. I'd be like, I, dude, you're too good looking and you're way too smart Like for me to be sitting down here. You're going to read through all of this and I'm about to send your sister home in about two days. And I think you can tell at this point. So like, I just got to get out of this house. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, really well. it was kind of telling when he said, do, do you love my sister? And he was like, well, I haven't said that to anyone yet. 
And it just felt like he was like, oh, God, no, I I definitely am least there with your sister. Or at least like that was my interpretation, because I just felt like that connection was a little bit lesser than. Uh, And then another thing is we've talked throughout the episode. They've talked about blessings like I received blessings, but I think it was more like I've I've received acceptance from families because he never Mm. said well, can I get down on one knee? Can I propose to your daughter? Did he ever say anything like that? I don't think so. He never did, but I guarantee he did it. I oh, just, yeah. just didn't okay. show it. Okay. Okay. I, every, you have to you have to ask every time. Um, and I get it, right? Like you want if just in case, like you want to be able to have that from the parents just in case if that does happen. Um, I will tell you it was my least favorite part of the whole show was walking into those houses and I like right away I'd be like gosh dang it I know no matter what I'm gonna have to have a really awkward moment with a father who loves their daughter or a brother who loves their sister or whatever and I don't want to have it I don't want to have it at all um okay so we have one more date here actually in this hometown that we love so much this episode it's Rachel's who you know um a lot of people feel like since the beginning has kind of been the front runner uh did you feel like this hometown date really solidified that for you? No, I left this episode probably more confused as to who it'll be in the end. I knew mm. I could eliminate Serene. And now that we're down okay. to these three, I actually have no direction in which it's going. I, I again, liked Rachel's because her dad, <laughs> she was so scared about her dad and how he was going to behave towards Clayton. He's apparently never liked another guy that she's brought home, mm-hmm. but he was like a he. He came off as Tony Soprano, but a total <laughs> a mushy, you know, teddy bear Italian dad. In the end, he was fine. I was going to say the same thing. Actually, I was like, I know this is a stereotype. Yeah, I know it is, but I'm watching the Sopranos right now because I've been flying so much, so I have it downloaded. And I was like, when I saw her dad sitting there like stone cold. And then his name was Tony, and he's <laughs> Italian. I was like, I would be if I, oh, I'm so scared. He was good. Yeah. He was a, he was a, a number. I do have one criticism of this date, Ashley. Okay. And a question for you and everybody else. Okay. Uh-huh. They're in Florida. I, you know, I'm in Florida right now as we speak. I love alligators so, so much. <laughs> They're my favorite thing. You've bought me an alligator that still sits on my yeah. desk to this day. Um, <laughs> I love myself an alligator. So they're going down this like little river ride in a see-through canoe. They see a spider, which isn't a big spider. If uh, you look closely, that spider has a bunch of babies on its back. Okay, that's well, not the spider just itself. as creepy. That's, yeah, just as creepy, but that's a mom with all the babies on its oh back. Oh, my God. So I just want to be clear there. Stop, stop, yeah. stop. That's so gross. Yeah. I thought that was like an insert shot. I was like, that's not actually a spider that no, they've seen. They just a, threw that no. like it, that stock image in there. No, it's a Florida alley, uh, spider. I mean, oh, most spiders carry their babies on their back, so that's just like a thousand spiders on a on a on a mom's back. <sighs> um, but here's my question: so at some point they get off and they have this nice little picnic, and they jump in the waters. They're in the same water they were when the alligators were swimming in it. Why are they not concerned that there's not an alligator sitting at the bottom of that little swimming hole? <laughs> like, why is that not a thing? That's a great question. I don't know. Did they put netting up? I mean, no, now that netting is no really going to stop a crocodile or an alligator. No, I mean, no matter what, you're in Florida in a running water, like in a river, 
in the middle of the woods. And I don't know how far back there or where this is is at necessarily, but there's no like. I mean, I've swam in uh, alligator infested like lakes, and that scares me. Let alone a river that I know they're full of. Um, I just want to. I just want to ask that question to see if somebody. If I, I don't have part an answer where, like, this, for you. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. Um, it's all right. Never mind. All right. Well, I was just mad about it. It was hilarious how like her mom was just down like her mom no reservations mm-hmm. it's exactly how my mom would have been it's just like yeah there's a boy in the house yeah marry my daughter yeah this sounds awesome <laughs> go for it this is great yeah it, it it is funny to see that dynamic during rachel's day where the dad was if anything the most like um intimidating out of any intimidating yet the rest of that family was like all for it gung-ho this is awesome go get it rachel go for it clayton uh and i liked how the dad said clayton if uh if she speaks highly of you i'll just give you a little pat on the arm as you walk out i thought that was sweet like the dad's gonna give yeah that was nice see tony's a cute guy he's a cute guy he's real sweet he ain't that tough well um ashley to find to close this episode I did think with you, I was a little bit, I thought it was either going to be Gabby or Serene to go home. I did not see Susie or Rachel leaving. Um, But unfortunately, uh, at the beginning of this whole season, my favorite, Serene, was sent home. I think her future is very bright, um, but she was sent home from this season. Yeah. Well, I am so actually excited for Monday's episode in Iceland for these fantasy suites And we'll finally, hopefully, get the answer as to why he has to say, I was intimate with both of you. Also, both of you. Interesting. Not three of you. Both of you. Both of you. It's going to be wild. It's going to be great. Uh, Ashley, let's take a break. When we come back, we have a contestant from the season, Tessa, joining us. She was eliminated uh, week three. Tessa Tukes is on. And I bet she's going to be fantastic. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift 
so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead, enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas, craving chicken tenders. Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. guys we have tessa from clayton season she was eliminated week three tessa thank you so much for being here and we gotta know clayton's getting a clayton this can't catch a break okay this guy he's still getting criticized for being like quote boring and like we don't care about who he ends up with because we're not invested in this dude um how was he in real life like do you do you feel like he's getting a bad rap and he really is like an awesome guy and this is all very unfortunate? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we didn't have the luxury of getting to know him so as much as maybe other bachelors in the past. So it was really up to him to like make a big splash, which is a lot of pressure for one person. Um, I mean, my interactions were, were really positive. Um, I feel like there there wasn't a vibe, but it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, yeah, I feel like America's been kind of tough on my man Clayton. I feel Aww. like he's he's not, you know, he doesn't deserve it. He's a good guy. They have been tough on him. I I'm I'm sensitive to the boring criticism because that was the biggest criticism I got. And uh, later on in life, I'm like I'm glad they called me boring. It just means that I did not cause too many issues. So true on the show. It means you're that's a, that's very a, nice and polite. Totally. I hope so. And then so. actually your season was the first season I ever watched and I would have considered you nice, kind, but certainly not boring. So I put Clayton in the same category. Exactly. Ben so when you're... is not boring. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but when you, so when you're with them, Tessa, was it clear to you like that there wasn't a connection there or were you pretty shocked when you got sent home? Yeah, I think I wanted there to be a connection so badly. I feel like I'm a connector by nature. So Mm -hmm. to not feel something instantly was definitely um, a rude awakening that you can't connect with everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he's super handsome, super kind, charming. But uh, the moment we sat down together, I just didn't feel a spark. And as much as I wanted to feel one, I just, I didn't. Well, we have it eliminated down to Gabby, Rachel, and Susie, so can you briefly describe each girl as you know them from firsthand experience? Yeah, totally. So Gabby, or I call her Gabigool, is uh, she's my girl. She and I bonded night one, just absolutely not <laughs> getting our way that night. I feel like she and I were both feeling kind of chaotic. Um, she's so funny. She's like a young Jennifer Coolidge. Like her voice <laughs> in and of itself yeah. is just enough. <laughs> it's so it's so good. Um, yeah, I think she's, she's definitely an interesting character and I'm, I'm happy that we're, we're getting a bit more of her sincerity and like the sweetness to her because she is a complex person and I'm glad that we're kind of getting to know her in that way too. Um, Susie is perfection. Like if I could describe a perfect person, it would be Susie. I feel like she's just graceful and considerate and kind and interesting. Like she's lived in Japan, wild. Um, yeah, I would want like my, my future daughter to be just like Susie. Okay. (laughs) They're in through. Um, Serene, gorgeous, like walks in Mm -hmm. a room and you're just completely taken by her beauty. Um, and she's a tiny thing. She's like five, two maybe. And she just takes up so much space and has such a presence. Um, and also similarly, very sincere, kind, she's a teacher just through and through a really great person. And 
lastly, my girl, Rachel, flying planes, saving lives, doing all that stuff, just like such, such a force. Like Rachel for me is like a stabilizing force in the house. That was her. I would always look to her when I needed like a voice of reason or support, um, kind of like big mama bear energy. So you left kind of early incredible on. Incredible explanation. Yeah, that was that was, that was really, really great. Good. Like you really you oh, answered that, that question. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you left a little early on to maybe be able to to feel something with certainty, but when you did leave, was there one of those four girls sticking out in your head as like, oh, he's going to end up with her? Yeah. So. Thank you for bringing that up. I feel like I I get a really good read of people kind of instantly. Um, and I'd say with Rachel, the way that she and I would discuss Clayton was just so much different than any of the other women. Um, I had a lot of insecurities in the first couple of days about not having time with him. And she, just the way that she talked about her time with him, I could really sense that there was something special there. Like her eyes would kind of like soften and her body language would change. And um, it was just a completely different experience. So that was as early as, you know, day one, day two, I felt like their connection was really special and really sincere. Now you were there three weeks. Did you ever sing for the house? Did they ever ask you to use your, your vocals and your musical talents to entertain the house? (laughs) Um, okay. So I feel like any musician either loves being asked to sing or hates it. Um, I'm of the hating it camp, I have to say. Okay. Uh, my voice is very like breathy and airy and like a, li- a little more folky than I think people expect. So it's kind of awkward. I'm like, come, I'm going to like serenade you with like a bunch of, you know, ocean sounds. Um, but yeah, they asked a lot and I politely or not so impolitely declined. <laughs> yeah, just so everybody knows, you are half of uh, it's Tooks, right? That's how yeah. that's how you say it. Tooks, yeah. which is a, a folk band that you formed with your brother, uh, Christian. So you're half of this band. That's why I asked that question because I know you do have a lot of talent. Um, I, I would have asked you to sing. That, that there wasn't a lot going on in the house typically, and, and a little entertainment always felt good. Yeah, I did bring my. I brought my guitar, so I could have definitely done it. I think I was honestly, in hindsight, like probably shouldn't have brought it if I wasn't planning on playing for anyone, but. <laughs> All right, Tessa. So in the house, was there anything that like happened that did not go according to the way that it went down on TV or is pretty much what we're seeing in the TV version? What happened? Yeah, I think the TV version, weirdly enough, is what happened, especially with like the earlier villains and drama like that. All the shrimp stuff, unfortunately, did happen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I feel like this season is super dramatic, but weirdly, it was as dramatic in the house. And I'm still kind of processing like, was that real life? Was that a fever dream? Like, am I a real person? Is today, tomorrow? Is yesterday, next (laughs) month? I don't know what is happening. So um, yeah, weirdly all kind of took place the way that it's been portrayed. So wild. I just remember uh, Tessa sitting during the bachelorette. I've told Ashley this many times, but like you, like drama would be going down and I'd be in my mind thinking, nobody's actually going to believe this happened the way that it's happening, but I have a front row seat at it. Like I get to watch all this happen (laughs) with my own eyes. What were you thinking when all this was happening? Yeah, I was usually for one, like sitting on the couch, just like eating those gummy bears that are in the glass container. Oh my gosh. I was literally talking to my sister the (laughs) other day about the fact that the Oreos and the peanut M&Ms 
were in those jars and they we all gained 10 pounds just because of those jars. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Like just two hands at every moment. Yeah. Just like going at it, like staying out of the drama. It's probably why I left early, honestly. I was just like, <laughs> I found my safe space in the kitchen. And just like <laughs> I was chilling. Um, yeah. But during those moments, it was hard to believe that women were arguing over a crustacean. Uh, it really felt like <laughs> we'd entered like a new realm of existence. Like, wow. It's like, we're all real people, but like with jobs and families and lives outside of this, but we're really talking about shrimp for days. So it was pretty unexpected, but entertaining, especially in my little mm-hmm. kitchen snack corner. Yeah, it's right. safe space. You got to yeah. find those safe spaces in the house. The, uh, it's important. So this is one of Ashley and I's favorite games. We love to play this game with people, Tessa, and you're beautiful, you're smart, you're talented. You get a read on people. And so as a result, would you ever go on Paradise after your experience now on The Bachelor? <laughs> this is a game. <laughs> Ooh, I, I love this game, especially a game that starts with compliments. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I, in my real life, say that going on this show was one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, before going on the show, I was living for other people. I was waking up each day and making decisions that I really had no say in from my job to certain relationships. Um, This was the first thing that I did for me after spending nearly four years in a really hectic relationship. Um, And it really opened up the doors for me to continue kind of living for myself, like living intentionally, living mindfully. And while it was a completely chaotic experience, it was one that, um, instilled me with a lot more self-confidence. I was crying my face off that first night. Um, and those were tears that I needed to shed. There, there were tears from being like an ugly duckling in high school, like so sad and miserable. And um, it just took a really big leap to really start to value myself and to like know what I love about myself. So hell yeah, I would absolutely go in paradise to, to reconnect with um, the courageous and brave version of myself that the bachelor mm. introduced me to oh i love that we, awesome. we really really so feel that we we relate so last question is who's your bachelor this is my favorite <laughs> yeah you... i love this question <laughs> that you would want to see I in paradise it. yeah so oh she's got one i do have oh, one yeah. i do and it's uncomfortable because our paths have kind of crossed, <gasps> but I, I definitely like, I'm a little bit shy when it comes to putting myself out there. So this is a great um, way to do it publicly. <laughs> yeah. He's, I consider him a friend of mine, but something about Pardeep on Michelle's season really struck me. He's from Brooklyn, BK forever. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a vibe. I also like love neuroscience and, and we haven't like really nerded out on like psych and neuroscience, but I feel like there could be a vibe. So Hereby stating uh, my crush. Pardon yes. Oh, yes. this is so good. <laughs> so cute. It's going to happen. I see it. And if it doesn't happen, Ashley, I'm going to be so angry at this show. <laughs> I'm going to just flip out if we don't see them meet on the beach. Week one, because I want to watch the whole thing for four weeks go down. All right. Um, Tessa, thanks for joining us. It, it's yeah. so great to have you. Thanks for coming on. And we hope to talk to you again. We hope to be celebrating uh, your time on Bachelor in Paradise, if it goes well, or if it doesn't, we just hope you come back and talk to us at some point soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I've had a lot of fun. Of course. Okay, bye. Bye.
And after this quick break, we are going to have Bachelor headlines. So stay tuned. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead, enjoy one of Kali Power's 
thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Cauliflower's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cauliflower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's time for Bachelor Headlines. Ben had to go to a business dinner, so I will be doing this on my own. First up, big, big, huge headline today. It was released a couple hours before we recorded. Clayton Underwood is engaged to Jordan C. Brown, his boyfriend. Um, They have been together for a few months now. I would say uh, over a little over half a year. And he, and and this is what we got. After my birthday, Jordan and I went to Big Sur for a weekend getaway to decompress and relax in nature. I couldn't have pictured a more beautiful place to celebrate an amazing milestone in my life and my relationships. In my relationship, it was his 30th birthday. Um, And he said, I'm extremely happy. 2021 has been the most transformative year of my life, starting 2022 off with my best friend, teammate, and now Beyonce is something I never thought was going to be possible. Uh, they, they again, just announced this on social media today. Um, looks like the engagement happened in, in Big Sur. Uh, it sounds as if Jordan was the one to propose, but I don't think we have those details yet. All right, well, congratulations to Colton. We uh, can't wait to see their relationship evolve over uh, forever, we hope. (laughs) Uh, So second headline, Amanda Stanton calls out The Bachelor for the therapy dates that we've seen lately. She says, we've been watching The Bachelor this season, and I have to say something about the multiple therapy dates. They're rubbing me the wrong way. She said this on Insta story last week. She says, I understand where they're trying to go with it, but forcing girls to quote, open up 
on a national TV and then literally judging their sessions or sending them home and making them feel bad if they don't open up enough is just not it. There's a reason therapy is a private thing, and I don't think this is a good representation of therapy or helping end the stigma around mental health. Just had to say it. And, you know, I didn't think it, I never thought of it this way, but after reading what Amanda said, I feel like I have to agree. Uh, So you guys, let us know what you think about the therapy dates. They've kind of like replaced the food dates because we were getting so many food dates and now we're getting a lot of therapy dates. So now we've heard from Zach Clark recently. He says that he is not dating after his split with Tasha, saying that he struggles with trust issues. So apparently he says he's doing fine after his his split, but he's, he's, he's quite ready to get back into the dating game. He hasn't started going on dates, but is open to it, says a source to Us Weekly. Um, he has, he's been thinking about uh, going on some dates, some apps, some, some being on some dating apps like Raya. Uh, they're trying to help him move on, his friends, um, but he's hesitant about getting into a new relationship, says this source, because now he's a public figure. He gets excited about the idea of dating again, but has trust issues from being in the spotlight. His biggest fear is getting close to someone, breaking up, and then that girl sharing with the world about their relationship. We have seen it happen to Bachelor Cadestins in the past. Apparently, um, Zach wants to a relationship um, that is built on trust and through all the ups and downs of, you know, well, honestly, Zach's life. He's managed to stay focused on his career and maintained his sobriety. He's working on release recovery and has some upcoming projects in the works. Next headline, Clayton is bracing himself for Bachelor Backlash as the Fantasy Suites episode approaches. So again, a source close to production tells E! News that Clayton is really concerned about how fans are going to react to his season ending. We we, we had a headline last week in which um, Clayton was talking about how he... Because of the backlash, sometimes he wonders whether or not he should have even done the show. And then I said, you know, is that something that somebody who it ended happily for would actually say? But we we know that Clayton has experienced backlash. We know that he is been sad, you know, upset about it. Like he feels frustrated that people still feel like they're not resonating with him when he's being his best self. So, okay, let's go back to the quotes. So Clayton is really struggling with the criticism that he's taken for the decisions that he's made on the show. I think uh, the villain, the villain component, uh, probably, he probably got a lot of flack for that, you know, with Elizabeth, he Elizabeth and Shanae. Uh, he did apologize publicly for the way that he handled that situation. Um, but it seems like this week, he knows it could get worse for him as the fantasy suites come into play. Uh, Clayton does indeed fall in love with multiple women, the source shares, and that is really obvious based on the scenes for the next episode that we saw. And 
they continue to say that many hearts are broken in ways that we really have never seen before on the show. So that's interesting. Think back on Michelle's finale. I mean, wow, that was a heartbreaker. There's been so many heartbreaks. How is this going to be any different? We'll see. Um, but Clayton is so concerned with how things will play out that he even reached out to former Bachelors Matt James and Nick Vial for their support and advice. Did He didn't reach out to Ben? Everybody reaches out to Ben for advice. Um, well, we will see how it unfolds, hopefully, on Monday, because I am getting impatient. I must know what this teaser is all about. And last headline, it's pretty simple. Bachelor alum Hannah Ann Sluice vacations with Los Angeles Rams, Jake Funk, after the Super Bowl. Basically, she just took a whole bunch of cute romantic pictures of the two of them during their time in Cabo St. Lucas, Mexico. He's 24, she's 25, and uh, it was a nice little postseason getaway for the two of them. She captioned her Instagram post, Next Stop, Lover's Beach. So... Really happy for the two of them. All right, guys. Well, that is it for headlines this week. Can't wait to see what happens on Monday's episode. Seriously, who is he intimate with? Okay. <laughs> is he intimate with three or two? Let us know all your thoughts, where you think this season is headed at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. And I'll do this sign off myself. Till next time, I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible 
for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pampers Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pampers Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower or registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow, and then gift it. So easy. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 